You're listening to BNI, the Australian Story Podcast, brought to you by BNI Australia, Australia's largest business referral organisation. For more information how your business can benefit from BNI and to find your local chapter, go to our website at bni.com.au. Now, here are your hosts, Veronica Lizamato and Brent Edwards. Welcome, everybody, to episode number 86 of BNI, The Australian Story. My name is Veronica here in sunny Mornington Peninsula in Melbourne, Victoria, and I'm here with our co-host and Executive Director of BNI Melbourne South, Mr Brent Edwards. Hi, Brent. Hi, Veronica. Hi, everyone. We've had a few weeks off, so we're uh, we're back again. And probably good because because uh, I had a, a bit of a cold. I couldn't shake, not much of a voice. And, um, yeah, we're, we're back on deck now. So as we speak, we're getting ready for National Conference, which uh, at the time of recording, which is next week, and uh, really looking forward to uh, seeing a lot of people, meeting people we haven't seen for a couple of years in person, which will be great. I think it's a very exciting time, and I think that I'm really feeling that people are now starting to get over that little bit of a rut that they all had coming out of a lot of the lockdowns. And then all of a sudden we got hit with not only people were getting COVID, but also the flu is now is uh, has become part of our daily schedule. And then Easter hit as well. So, you know, we had a few weeks off, but it was almost like we had to recover from the last couple of years, spend some time with our family and get our energy back and I'm really feeling at the moment that everyone's becoming very energised, especially in our meetings. Oh yeah, for sure. It's like we're coming out of hibernation in a lot of in a lot of instances, and um, <clears throat> yeah, it's and especially like the month of April this year, they just had so many public holidays. I think Queensland had about four short weeks in a row, and our guests today probably confirmed that. And we had a we had about three short weeks in a row, which made it really hard to get momentum and get into, um, you know, passing a lot of business referrals. School holidays was in the middle of that, and it's really just really disrupted us. But um, as we come out of that, it's uh, it's full steam ahead into winter now. And uh, National Conference just around the corner, so you and I are going to be there. So I'd like to put a challenge out to anyone who's listened to a BNI Australian Story podcast to come up and say hi and let us know what your favourite podcast moment was and it would just be really great to see how many people we're actually being able to communicate with because so many of you are supporting us in the podcast and we're so incredibly grateful for that. You're hoping this drops before we actually go now. <laughs> big plans. I've got big oh, plans. We'll have to tell our producer to make sure to get it out first thing next week. That's right. And if you do it in three weeks' time, you will, I won't see you so that it won't matter. <laughs> uh, but we have a, another beautiful um, guest with us today sharing another BNI Australian story. So why don't you do the honours? Yeah, we're going to Southeast Queensland now, and we have Belinda Dillon on the line from Southeast Queensland. Hello, Belinda, and welcome to BNI the Australian Story podcast. Hi, Brent and uh, V. Thank you for having me. <laughs> um, not so sunny Gold Coast for us at the moment, though. It's a bit overcast, and we're going to get a big downpour of rain in the next couple of days. Yeah, another well, area that's probably. Another area that's copped the rain bombs uh, recently. So, um, Belinda, um, tell us your uh, particular business. So I manage a building and pest inspection company um, right here on the Gold Coast. Uh, we do service um, 
the north, like southeast Queensland and over the border into northern rivers. Um, so I guess any building and pest inspection needs that uh, anyone needs, if you're buying, selling, building brand new, um, need invasive inspections, we've got it all covered. Excellent. And how long have you been in B&I? <clears throat> um, my uh, three full years. My anniversary is next month to yeah, renew for my fourth year. Okay, the same chapter all, all, all along? What chapter the is The same that? chapter, yes. Yep, at um, Platinum in Sanctuary Cove. Sanctuary Cove, nice part of the world up there. And may I ask you how you found out about BNI? Who introduced you? Um, I knew a buyer's agent um, personally. Um, and then when um, myself and uh, the gentleman started up Inspect Your Home, um, he sort of came to us and then said, if, you know, you want to get things moving a lot quicker um, for you, uh, then, yeah, come along to this meeting. Didn't mention B&I at all to begin with. Um, so actually, uh, Shane, um, my partner, went along and, yeah, it sort of all stemmed from there. He's the man on the ground and I'm the office person, so he said, best you get along. <laughs> and onwards and upwards from there, we never looked back really. B&I is a massive success for us, uh, anywhere between um, sort of 30 and 43% of my monthly income comes from B&I referrals. Incredible. Incredible amount of uh, monthly income. So, so what, what was the amounts again? Anywhere between, just because it fluctuates, obviously, uh, anywhere between 30 and 43%. That actually speaks volumes about power groups, doesn't it? and how important it is to have that power group around you. Because obviously you've been invited by a buyer's advocate who was able to refer work to you. Mm -hmm. um, how many people are invited to come to a networking event or a BNI meeting, but they're just thinking, oh, no, I, I don't really need that right now, not thinking about the power of referrals and who's actually in the room? Yep, definitely. I guess it's made um, me more aware of, how I invite visitors because I can do that quite easily. And I guess my selling point is um, that it's um, we don't want you to join. We'd love you to join, but that's not my doing. I just want to get you in the room so you can, you know, make everyone aware of what your business is because you don't know who they know. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. And it's a great way to actually get guests along. And if we go back to where we spoke about when you actually joined. I'm really interested when we have guests on the on the show is to ask them, what was the catalyst that when you went to that meeting, what did you see there that you thought, well, we could do, really do okay out of this, we're going to give this a crack? So um, looking back, I had been to another couple of meetings um, within the same region, um, just different chapters, and Platinum Sanctuary Cove just had a different vibe. Like it, it sort of drew me in. There was members there that greeted me like they'd known me for so long and nothing was a, I wasn't uncomfortable. I wasn't as confident in my speaking as what I am now, but I didn't feel out, you know, a fish out of water. I was just made to feel really warm and fuzzy and we've just continued that with, you know, the members that we've still got, we've still got some founding members too, but it's all about wowing them and making them feel comfortable when they're first in the room. Because like you said, the oh, go to a, you know, a business networking meeting, oh, that sounds a bit 
oh, I don't know if it's for me. They're already going to have that, um, you know, oh, do I really need to go? It just won't have the warm and fuzzies, but we want to make sure that they're greeted from the get-go and that's what we leave as our lasting impression. Yeah. So that's what got me in. Those personalities, like it's safe here and it's fun and you can also grow your business at the same time. Oh, that's that's great to hear. And you, you didn't tweak that when the person said it wasn't another, it wasn't B and I. That you didn't tweak that you were going to another B and I meeting. No, I didn't even mention B and I. So, um, and, and like I was just open for anything. Like I just wanted to get our name out there. Both Shane and I had been in the the construction industry for you know well over twenty years. But this business was new to this industry, so we had to actually go out and find new referring partners. And because the mums and dads are great, but they're one-offs. But we needed that, you know, dream referral that just the gift that kept on giving. So you so so, actually joined up and build up as a startup and to what you got now. Correct. Yes. Oh, fantastic. That's excellent. And um, V, I need to say too, we are in the midst of uh, greatness because in uh, Belinda's region, she was Notable Networker of the Year for 2021. Wow. That was a, what particular part of your BNI journey was that acknowledged for? Um, oh, overall, I, I assume I stayed in the green um, and I... I was sort of getting my photo and I heard Ilona mention, and don't forget, this lady knows how to get a visitor in the room. She's got over 150 in the time that, you know, she's been with B&I. And, and sort of after all that, it was a bit of a whirlwind. So if, if Ilona mentioned one specific, all I can remember was the visitor part, that's all. So, But I assume because I stayed in the green and things just work out. I, I feel if you put too much pressure on yourself to you know, try and get too high too fast, it won't work. The longevity's not there. Yeah. So, you know, no referrals one week, okay, next week you might have three or four. Yeah. It just sort of rolls off the back of each other. I just I don't want to be stressing about, you know, staying in the green and I don't have to, I guess, because it does come that organically. You know, you know what's funny, um, and, and Brent, I know you'll know exactly what I'm saying here, is often when we say to people that we need to bring one visitor a month, everyone gasps for air. What? How am I going to do that? And then you've just said you brought 150 in the time that you were there. So what is key? I understand your selling point, but what is key? How do you initiate those conversations and go from just talking about whatever you're talking about to bringing up this meeting? So if I see people advertising in a way, whether it be on social media, letterbox drops, Spending money to get their business out there, that's my my gate that's been opened for me to say, you know, you need to come along to this group. Like I can't give you the golden ticket but and I don't know your financial position or anything like that, but just come along, come into the uh, room and you make your decision after that. Um, there's no, no forced sales from me. I don't want anyone that wants to, you know, that, thinks that they need to be there, but then they have to drag themselves to the weekly meeting. The, the longevity will never be there. They need to want to be there. They can see that it's beneficial. Um, and 
yeah, so anyone that's spending that money advertising, I just show them a different avenue, that's all. Even if they're not spending money, I, I've been known to, I guess, stalk a few businesses um, on Facebook and, and things like that to say, hey, there's this meeting, you might not have heard about it, you may have heard about it, but come and check out my group. It just sort of evolves from there. Are you a visitor host? <laughs> uh, not anymore. I'm actually currently um, in the VP position, but I have been a visitor host. I've been the visitor coordinator. Um, so, yeah. I was actually going to say, Brent, how important is it to have someone who understands the value and has realised the value and the benefits of B&I as a visitor host? Oh, absolutely. And I'm just, I've, I've done some sums while I've been talking and Belinda invites 0.7 visitors per week to a chapter. So wow. that, that's absolutely amazing. And, and when we saw some, some recent stats from B&I Global, you know, 45% of our um, members don't invite anyone at all. So to do 0.7 per week or 150 over four years, that's absolutely amazing. And obviously what a lot of people would probably like to know when we're inviting those people, do you consciously say, okay, I've got to get a visitor this week, I'm going to put some time in the prospecting, or are these just opportunities that you're just meeting during your normal course of business or networking or socialising uh, or, or, or getting that advertising through? So do you consciously say, okay, I've got to get a visitor this week, I'm going to put 15 minutes into this? Um, not anymore because those situations where I see someone advertising or um, I see someone on Facebook, they come out with um, one, two, maybe 12 opportunities or 12 people that I've got to contact. So usually out of those people that I contact, I am getting that one to like there a week. If not, I might not get anything for, you know, a week before, but then next week I might have six visitors. So it's sort of just, yeah, pans out. I don't, that, that's the one thing I do not stress about with my visitors. I just, it just happens. I, because of the social media presence, because of marketing, because of my social circles, yeah, I just say come along. I don't do the hard sell. I, everyone that I tell that people do ask, how do you get them along? I go, don't hard sell it. Like don't make people feel pressured. They have to come along to this meeting. Yeah, you can't you can't you can't send anyone along via gunpoint. <laughs> no. <laughs> never works. Never works. Never, never works. works. Yeah. They never want to join and I don't know why. <laughs> I, I actually um Brent, you say this all the time, your reticular activating system, and I'm like that with referrals. I don't consciously look for a referral. I'm just always looking to see how I can help people in my chapter. And it's just something that's always front of mind for me, which I'm thinking is the same for you, Belinda. You're just naturally now always looking to help other businesses. So it's not something that you're consciously thinking about. It's just something in your nature now. It's looking, yep. you know, those opportunities are coming to you. Yep. Yeah, one thing with the with our best, with our best, uh, like highest tier of members within our country and their highest tier of, tier of achievers, that's the way they're programmed. That's you know, and we've we've found that by sharing a lot of these stories in the podcast, but even going around the chapters, you see those top tier of members. That's how they're programmed. They're always they're always got their ears and eyes open, looking for that opportunity. They're not treating it as 
And that's why I asked that question before, Belinda, because some people think, oh, I've got to put in extra time out of my business to do this. But our top tier members who are really successful, that's just how they program. They just integrate uh, the whole b system into what they do, and they're always thinking of that. It's always in the back of their mind. How can this how can this benefit my B&I group and my referral partners in my B&I group? How can I help them today? And because they know if they do that, it's going to actually come back to them in spades down the track. In the beginning, I think you've got to put maybe a bit more in before it does become a natural instinct. But, yeah, um, yeah there's certainly not a day a week that I'm spending on on BNI on across all those those fields visitors referrals you know one to ones it just yeah they it just happens but it doesn't happen the moment you know you attend your first meeting as a member yeah you put and a bit in comes back to you yeah and sometimes when you get to that stage you look back at the end of the day and go wow I've had a real B and I day today did <laughs> <laughs> you got- yes. I've found referrals, I've answered referrals, I've had a one-to-one and I've caught up with someone socially and all that sort of thing. It's just been a B&I day. Yeah, so um, now you say that B&I is the easiest marketing, advertising money you've ever spent. What's the key behind that? I think uh, we might have a little bit of a frozen screen there. Oh, did you get me? Did did we drop out? Yeah, I think I'm back. Oh, we're back. That's okay. Yeah, but I don't. That's okay. We don't need. We don't need anything out here. We show the world our faults, uh, (laughs) and 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 we show the world how great Australia's internet is. But um, the question I asked was: um, You say being the easiest marketing uh, and advertising money you've ever spent. Can you tell us a little bit about how you actually, you know, how you actually integrate that a bit more into your business and get the value out of it? Um, well, with every membership, obviously comes a cost. Um, so that cost I could have put into, well, funny story, I guess. We've been up and running maybe four months and I figured there's a couple of uh, suburbs around the Gold Coast that are quite wealthy or you've got to be, you know, quite wealthy to go into. Um, so I thought I would hop on my push bike with my gym gear on and do some leaflet dropping on every home that had a for sale sign on it because if they're selling, then they obviously need to go and buy somewhere else as well. Um, I did that for two days, ended up with a very sore bottom, um, but don't believe I got Anyone ringing me, because I do ask where all my leads come from. So I can, obviously, that's how I got that percentage of BNI um, referrals and money-wise. So not one person said that it was from a leaflet drop. And so I did that for two days. Granted, not much money was spent apart from my time, but I had that time at that particular point in the business. Um, but I tell that to a few people that you can go and leaflet drop, but unless you're going to be um, focusing on a, a particular person or dream referral, then it might be a waste of time. I mean, I did a lot of riding that day and I got a great sense of exercise and whatnot, but nothing came out of it. So we tried, 
and it didn't work. I mean, not to say that if it had worked, maybe I wouldn't have joined BNI because I don't really want to be riding a bike doing leaflet drops forever. Um, but it's just an easy way of marketing. I tell people um, that I've got 30 other people shouting my name from a rooftop. That's priceless. Yeah, absolutely. And sometimes you've got to test and measure these things, and especially people who are, who are in, in a new business, you've got to try these things because you never know where they might lead. And, and like when I started in BNI, like way back when, we used to do advertising in, in the local newspaper. But what I found was, um, and this is around the same time we joined BNI, what I found was if we wanted traction from anything out of the local newspaper, it had to be that good a deal where we we're making no margin on it mm-hmm. uh, to get people in to answer it. And then by the time they came in and answered it, we paid for the advertising. They were really low-end customers too that, that were coming through that, whereas uh, when we were in B&I, we were, getting, we were getting access to connected to corporate customers, high-spend customers through our own business, which was a much a much better use of our marketing budget. But sometimes, and you'll see this, and Bronick will be frustrated with it, you get a leaflet from someone in the in the letterbox and you say, oh, obviously looking for business. Uh, would you like to come along? And they say, oh, no, I haven't got time. Well, I'm too busy. Well, you're looking yeah. for business. They, they make an excuse because they don't know the value. They don't see the value. Yeah. They're too busy riding their bikes around yeah. trying to put litter drop. But, you know, one thing that um, I've done uh, t- uh, radio... Uh, newspaper advertising to Brent. And what's really frustrating for me is that you cannot control your ad getting to the client because in the middle you've got other people who need to take that newspaper and put it into someone's letterbox. Now, we all, we all know a story where that hasn't happened, um, but at least in BNI, I go into the room, I see the faces of everybody there, I get to speak directly to and through the room, mm. then I get to measure and record any of the responses that I get back if that ended up in, in a sale, if it was closed business, who in the room really understands my product, who needs more training, uh, maybe another one-to-one to talk about my product. You have no control over your advertising when you're leaving it to a second, third, fourth party. Mm. And that's one of the other things I love about BNI. I just feel like I'm in complete control of it and I can measure it. The whole the whole process, I can measure it. I think I'm moving into a like another tier two of my networking because of the position that I hold now as VP and I get to do, um, you know, different um, forums and whatnot, I did the speed networking um, national Zoom just last week. I'm now broadening my business to be out there nationally, even though I can't go, you know, to WA to do a building and pest inspection. I've got buyers agents now interstate that have clients building in Queensland, southeast Queensland, northern rivers of New South Wales that require my services. So they're now picking up, going through their BNI Connect app, looking for a building and pest, you know, in Queensland or on the Gold Coast, and they're like starting to reach out to me. Yeah, just I was next just level. Actually, yeah, I was just about to actually ask you that because you put that in your uh, in your questionnaire reply that you know. You just can't sit back and be a passenger in your in your group. You need to take up those leadership team positions to ramp up um, your your activity and how much you get back of it, and ramp up your visibility and credibility in the chapter. Yep, definitely. 
And yep. so where, where do you find the time? So someone's listening to this right now going, oh, it's okay for Belinda, she's got all this extra time in her business. What do you say to someone who says that to you? So the only time that I see it taking up is my weekly meeting, which I enjoy and I love going to anyway. So I try out, we're lucky, we have ours on a Friday. So Fridays is my B&I day. I, I get everything done Monday to Thursday in the office. I go to my meeting on Friday mornings. I try and catch up with whoever I need to after those meetings. So therefore I'm crossing off my one-to-ones um, and hopefully an intern getting some more referrals for the, the following week. Um, and it's just my visitors that is outside my work, I guess, time. But that's because I'm in a few um, football touch football um, socials. So I'm out in that sort of area and I listen to businesses and struggling or, you know, wondering where, you know, they can go next. So I can get my visitors that way. Otherwise, my stalking, so to speak, on Facebook just comes at nighttime when I'm sitting down and I've got, you know, a beverage in my hand and you know, I can switch off from the day and have a mosey on through my, my socials. So I'm not spending hours and hours and hours in BNI. Yes, I've got those Zoom things do take up an hour here and an hour there, but that hour spent in that speed networking gave me three, hopefully, dream referrals of a conveyancer on the Sunshine Coast, a buyer's agent interstate, and a um, mediator that needed a family lawyer, which I have in my um in my chapter so i ended up getting a referral and one-to-ones all in an hour's space i don't think you can put down a time limit on things if you're going to get those sort of things out of it yeah well yeah i love that and for our listeners listen out for the next national uh speed working that's speed networking that's being run by bni australia and uh, a couple of our executive directors actually run those. And, uh, yeah, people I've spoken to are, are really enjoying them. We're not doing them all the time. I think there's going to be a one big one every quarter the way we're going. Yeah. But look out for them when they come up because they're a good thing to do on Zoom and possibly connect with other people. So um, that's great to hear. We're running a bit out a bit. Uh, we're running out of time now uh, for our interview, Belinda. So it's been great to have you on. What's one of the tips you'd give for a member to just overall to achieve success within BNI if if a new member's listening to this? What you put in, you will get back. What you put in, you will get back. I really yeah. love it. And Belinda, can you please give us uh, your business a plug, and then we might hear your weekly presentation. Oh, okay. Um, so my name's Belinda. I'm from Inspect Your Home, a building and pest inspection category on the Gold Coast. Um, we service from the Moreton Bay region um, in Queensland right through to the Northern Rivers in New South Wales. And any building and pest inspection needs that you require or you know that someone requires, we'd love you to send them our way. My uh, motto is, or sorry, our tagline for our company is we put the you into inspect your home. Uh, fantastic. And there's a website people can find you at? Yep, www.inspectyourhome.com.au. 
Fantastic. Great to have you on, Belinda. Um, we've had great feedback from uh, Lona, your national, uh, sorry, your executive director. Uh, she says you're an absolute superstar, member of the year on the Gold Coast in uh, 2021. Thanks for being with us t- today on BNI, the Australian Story podcast. Thanks, Brent and V, for having me. It's been a pleasure. Pleasure's ours. Oh, Brent, you know something? I've missed this. Uh, we've had a few weeks off with the short weeks and the Easter and everything else that's been going on, but there's one constant with all of our guests that are higher achievers, and that is their energy, the energy that they definitely bring to the podcast, but also the energy that they bring to their meetings, their membership, their fellow members, their own businesses. How important is that to be successful in BNI that you've got uh, a great energy about you? Absolutely, and it's and it's with the members, and it reflects in the chapter as well. So, if you've got a uh, chapter that's full of energy, full of activity, welcoming, um, they're going to be successful, and you're going to have successful people around you. Uh, you know, if you haven't got that, it's going to be a challenge for your chapter to really achieve greatness, uh, and for individuals to achieve greatness. So, you know, nothing nothing happens without you know without putting a little bit in, and and you know, and, and actually. You know, and actually working, like I've said it many times before, you don't buy a gym membership and sit there on your phone on the end of the on the on the end of the uh, on the weight stool and uh, get fit. You actually got to go and lift some weights and and uh, and the like and and sweat. And uh, that's how you achieve success in BNI, and you get the benefits from it down the track. So, what is your tip for this week? Uh, just a quick one today. And actually, I was at your chapter on Friday. As you know, and you you were doing a great job, uh, and Belinda, uh, Belinda, you're in the presence of a current VP at the moment as well. Uh, of her I feel your pain. <laughs> um, and but what I really like is I like to see recognition done really well, and um, just over and above the notable networker, we've got some chapters giving a special award for just a just to over, overall recognise someone, a giver's game reward or, um, you know, so, some chapters call it other things. And the way that was done with a frame certificate, bring the person up the front, really recognise them. Everyone stands and gives them a round of applause. That's recognition done well. And you know what? That person's going to go away and think, I really love this group. I'm going to work hard for them and bring more more referrals next week. And, uh, you know, I like to see recognition done really well. And it really adds to our BNI event because we're not going to a BNI meeting. We're running BNI events because events have fun. They're, they're upbeat. Uh, everyone's up and about. Uh, and it's a lot better place to be than a meeting and a lot easier to bring visitors to an event than a meeting. So, uh, and that just adds to the event and makes it a lot better. And it's just one of those little grips in the bucket that really gives visitors who come to the chapter that that extra, that extra, um, uh, you know, that extra motivation to actually say, hey, this looks good. I really want to be a part of this every week. And if you can get to that space, your visitor hosts have got a very easy job to do. Yeah, thank you um, for acknowledging that because we actually, I I get more fun out of acknowledging people than um, I I think the people that are being acknowledged get. It's just so satisfying when you can actually say to someone, thanks so much for everything you've done for us. And uh, I really appreciate your feedback on that. That is our episode today. It was nice to get back on the podcast again and no doubt we're going to hear from lots of other fantastic Australian members and uh, who are sharing their story. Thanks to everyone for listening. Please keep sharing and have a fantastic time, whatever you're doing next week.